We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Since 9-11, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We roll through the Monday edition of the program. Going to get to Woke Disney and uh, things getting ominous there. But I wanted to hit this, Buck, as we started off the, uh, the second hour. You know I like to pay attention to the betting odds. Um, in terms of who's going to be the nominee, who's going to be the president. Right now, uh, election betting odds, Donald Trump, 68.1% chance, if you wanted to gamble on this right now, Donald Trump, 68.1% chance to be the nominee. That's up eight points since May 23rd. Ron DeSantis, 11.1% chance to be the nominee, down 17 Points Again, this is probability. This is the odds market. Down 17 points since May. Vivek Ramaswamy, 4.9%. Tim Scott, 2.6%. Nikki Haley, 2.2%. Chris Christie, 1.9%. Uh, and Mike Pence, under 1% chance to be the nominee. I mean, I, I think that is a solid reflection of sentiment broadly among the base right now i I think if you walked around you asked anybody who's closely following politics as a republican what odds would you give you know if i said to somebody hey you got a thousand dollars you're gonna bet what kind of odds do you want i think that's a pretty good reflection i mean i i think the betting market lines up very clearly here with overall sentiment among the base 
And what I would say, this is why, you know, spending time over the weekend looking at all this, since DeSantis has entered the race, his odds officially entered the race, his odds have gone from 28% chance of being the nominee to 11%. That's the exact opposite of what you would have wanted to see happen. Now, DeSantis is sitting down with Jake Tapper uh, on CNN. We'll see how exactly that interview goes. Does it create a little bit of a stir? And again, August 23rd, that is the date where I think a lot of people are going to make the argument. That's where you got to make your move. Uh, But you're seeing other potential candidates, and I'll just point out, was it last week? Glenn Youngkin reached out and asked for an opportunity to come on and talk with us. Some of you say may say, well, why is that such a big deal? If a candidate wants to come on this show, Glenn Youngkin is not a candidate. But if Glenn Youngkin is out there kind of circling with this idea being, hey, could I swoop in if we have a really good House of, I think it's House of Delegates, right? Yeah. November election there. Could he create the idea of there's an opening there? Um, I, I'm just saying it's not a coincidence that he asked to come on this show last week. The, the cart getting way ahead of the horse here, to be clear, but uh, Trump will be, if he wins, will be inevitably in a position to be kingmaker, either for his VP or perhaps for somebody else in 2028. Because as I keep reminding everybody, you only get four more years of Trump, even if he wins. You know, that's it, right? I, I, don't, I don't think anyone thinks he's going to forget about the two-term thing, so... You only get four more years. The thing that I would raise that nobody's talking about, what if he loses? Why would he not run again in 28 with no uh, He would. And there'd be a lot of people listening right now who would say the next time he'll definitely win. And we'll, you know, we'll see if that ends up being what the base wants. So my point is just a lot of people are like, well, Trump 24, 28 is going to open up. What if Trump lost again in 24? I don't know, assuming he stays healthy. And I think you have to say that with all of this because we know Biden's not healthy, but Trump's 77. So any number of health-related issues could arise, but I think the thesis of, oh, when he gets charged, he's done. Oh, the momentum is moving against Trump. It's time. The momentum is all on Trump's side right now. And so it's hard to grab momentum. What is going to occur? I just read you those gambling odds. By the way, if you think that somebody out there is, is going to make a, a big run and overtake Trump. I mean, there there's a lot of money to be made. Uh, but right now, what is going to change the trajectory? Okay, so put a pin in that. We'll continue to follow it. Buck, over, was it Friday when these pictures went out? Uh, they are, re- yeah. so Disney, woke Disney, as I speak to you right now, let me just start with this. Disney stock is tanking today. The market is up. Minimally, it's not a big day one way or the other. Disney stock is down almost $3. Um, If you are a Disney shareholder, I am sorry. Let me hit you with this, Buck. Disney stock right now. If you bought Disney stock in October of 2014, October of 2014, that is basically nine years ago, Disney is the same price as it was nine years ago. So if you went out and you put your hard-earned money, you said, man, you know what? I love the Walt Disney Company. This company's not going anywhere. It's going to continue to dominate. You put your money down in the fall 
of 2014, right now the stock price is effectively the exact same as it was then. And the stock is down almost $3 today. Why is it down $3 today? Buck, I think it has something to do with Friday. A story came out that, as a sign of how they've lost all connection with creativity at Disney. They are now remaking live-action versions of all of the uh, animated movies that they did. So Aladdin, Lion King, they just had the, the Little Mermaid come out. These are real actors. When I say live-action, I mean humans as opposed to cartoons. They're now doing a, uh, it's supposed to be out, I believe, in March of 2024, a Snow White remake. And Snow White, memorably, has seven dwarf friends. They have decided that that is not acceptable in the remake. So they have only one dwarf, and then they have six, I would say, sort of androgynous, creepy-looking, fully-grown dwarfs that are supposed to be Snow White's friends. And these pictures went viral on Friday, Buck, and Disney tried to say, oh, no, this is not real. Meanwhile, it is evidently real. Shots, live-action shots of this movie being made. And Disney has lost its way. And the parks are setting decade lows in attendance. Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, tried to come out and say, well... July 4th was a decade low because it was hot and humid. And for anybody who has ever been to Orlando in July, newsflash, it is always hot and humid in Orlando in July. And we had a listener, Buck, send me 10 years of data for July 4th weather conditions in Orlando. And this past July 4th, virtually indistinguishable from the past 10 Uh, July 4th. So Bob Iger caught in a lie there saying it's weather. Over the weekend, I saw pictures. Disney World, not very big crowds at all. I think that woke Disney. This is one where DeSantis was 100% right. And I think DeSantis won this battle against Disney. And I believe the Disney brand is cratering in the minds of many parents, many of whom are listening to us right now. You're not a parent yet, Buck. But do you pick up on this super negative vibe associated with disney right now yeah absolutely and and the the people are speaking based on what you've seen happen with the recent major disney releases which have all been way below remember there's a lot of ways they play games too with how much the movie costs what expectations are no one's talking when was the last time there was a big disney release aimed at children it would probably be frozen right i mean which goes back Frozen two frozen too i mean we're going back now a few years and they're putting out movies all the time so they're having a lot that don't i didn't even realize there was a frozen two god um (laughs) they're having a lot of people i think show them that they don't want this indoctrination but i I think what you're also seeing and some of us i've been warning about this phenomenon for a long time the people making these decisions are not just doing it because they think it's good business they are true believers So they're willing to take a company, in this case Disney, that was built by other people, a brand built by and envisioned by Walt Disney, and run it, if not into the ground, certainly down close to the ground, because they think that that makes them better people and this is what's better for America. So so it's not because remember the old argument used to be Hollywood's just left wing because like that's what the people want. That's a lie. 
Yeah. It's not true. They've had massive flops that are, every time they do something that's highly, highly political, especially aimed at children, it's very risky for them. Uh, but that's why, and, and I also, I never understood why I, I saw a little bit of the Frozen, the first Frozen once, and I did not understand. It's not as good as the old Disney, but that's a whole other thing. I don't, I don't get okay. why people like it so much. So Frozen 2 did really well, but let me hit you with these facts, Buck. Um, Elements, Elemental. Elemental's the newest Pixar movie. Lowest grossing debut for a Pixar movie ever. Disney just shut down a Star Wars hotel at Disney World in Orlando. They never shut down hotels. They could, didn't have enough demand. The price was too out of whack. Ten-year lows in amusement park crowds. Uh, Indiana Jones, Episode 5, the one that just came out, The Dial of Destiny, is going to lose several hundred million dollars, potentially, before all is said and done. Uh, you've got the uh, ESPN cable and cord-cutting disaster that is going on. Every single element of Disney... Oh, Disney Plus subscriptions are down. That is, less people are subscribed to Disney Plus most recently in the quarter than were subscribed the quarter before. Every single front for Disney has collapsed. And we hit you with this a while back, but Disney is now one of the five, I believe it was the fifth most polarizing brand in America that Axios tested. Uh, Democrats have a little bit higher of an opinion of Disney in the wake of the fight with Ron DeSantis. The opinion of Republicans with Disney has cratered. There's a major issue going on here. Again, stock down $3. I think it's connected to the Snow White woke Disney BS that came out. I think also to Bob Iger's interview that he gave on Wednesday, probably also an impact uh, where there's nervousness about the the fact that the actors and actresses are on strike in conjunction with the writers. Uh, but Disney stock is, again, just think about it, exact same price effectively that it was nine years ago. That's almost unheard of. And... I think that Disney is in danger more so than Bud Light is because Bud Light, at least Anheuser-Busch, has so many different brands that it's unlikely that one brand tanking is going to destroy the business there. Disney, every one of their brands is tanking simultaneously. This is a mess, and I don't know how they rectify it, but it certainly is not with androgynous non-dwarfs in a remake of Snow White. Also, you know, one thing that I see, maybe this is just, my perception from recent uh, forays into just, oh, look at this random thing on Netflix or look at this random. Uh, it really seems like they are also there's there's been a change in. I'm just going to say it. They're not hiring the best writers anymore. It's very clear that for a lot of these shows and series, they are hiring writers based on inclusion and other concerns. Yeah, because some of this stuff they're spending tons of money on. It's just garbage. It's just not good. It's not at a high level. They're not using their best on a lot of major projects because of all of the pressure. And people in Hollywood will talk about this sometimes now. All the pressure to pick somebody that's going to be groundbreaking in the role, writing, you know, whether any number of different categories you, you could look at for this. I mean, I watched this uh, over the weekend. So, so Carrie had a dinner with, uh, with some of her lady friends. They had a girls' night. It was funny because they're like, do you want? I said, no, no. This means I get to wear pajamas and watch, like, whatever I want. You know, I was very excited. So I was looking for something to watch. I turned on this, uh, it's a, it was a movie they spent $100 million on with Adam Driver, where he gets dropped on a planet with dinosaurs. It was unwatchable garbage. Yeah. I mean, it was truly, I could write a better movie in one day, and I'm not even a screenwriter. 
They spent $100 million on this movie. When you go and you look into it, though, you're like, oh, okay, well, who's behind this? Who's involved? What messages are they pushing? Push, pushing? And you say to yourself, it's not about what's going to work with the audience anymore. It's about the people making this stuff, trying to convince people of what to think. And I will leave you with this from a business perspective. Streaming's a disaster. The only company so far that has made money off streaming existing is Netflix. Disney's lost $11 billion total on streaming so far. Billion with a B buck. Paramount. Uh, all of these, HBO Max, all of them hemorrhaging cash while having to spend a lot of money on these crappy movies. Only Netflix has been profitable at streaming at all. I mean, Paramount's been terrible. And didn't, aren't they, uh, and, and what, Peacock? How's Peacock yes. doing? They're awful. Right. Because They're all pe- doing awful. Nobody subscribes to Peacock unless they want to watch the Office reruns that badly. That's it. That's the only reason anybody I've ever heard of well, subscribes to idea, Peacock. The idea, Buck, that they tried to sell was streaming will save you money because you won't have to necessarily pay for a cable, cable satellite subscription anymore. But the problem is you're paying more now for all these different streaming services some people still keep the cable and satellite, but even if you cut cable and satellite, you're paying more now to try to get all these streaming services. You can't remember which one is airing which show. They're constantly shifting now, and I, I think one of the great illusions, one of the big flaws, was the idea that streaming was going to be a savior for entertainment. It's actually looking more like an anvil dragging everybody down to the bottom of the ocean floor. We'll see, my friends. 800 are you on a fixed income? You deserve an investment that delivers consistent returns without compromising your financial security. At Phoenix Capital Group, we offer high-yield bonds with returns of 9 to 12% annual interest that pays out monthly. With 2,000-plus satisfied investors paid on time every time, Phoenix Capital Group is giving investors a new high-yield option investing in domestic energy assets. Start earning these high yields and learn more about multiple offerings today at phxonair.com. Learn more by downloading the B-Free Investment Packet today at phxonair.com. Look, I'm an investor in the Phoenix Capital Group, so clearly I believe in what they're doing. Diversify yourself now with investments that can earn 9 to 12% annual interest. Download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Investment in bonds has a certain amount of risk associated with it, and you should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Visit phxonair.com today. Making sense in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 
One more time, 833-995-GOLD. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's GovGovX.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart, and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Clay, we've got a whole bunch of our VIPs weighing into with emails yes. here about the politics, what we're talking about there. Please go to clayandbuck.com, become a, a VIP. Uh, look, people feel very uh, passionate about what's going on right now. We can appreciate that. Let's start with, um, I'm Clay, I'm uh, delaying because my computer froze. So if you have them, <laughs> as I'm about to read the VIP emails, there we go. Hey, guys, this is from Alex. Interesting DeSantis-Trump discussion. DeSantis has a big problem. If the primary comes down to competence and administrative reality, DeSantis would be walking away. Since he's not, we can assume we have a large number of people emotionally invested in Trump, regardless of his ability. I don't know how DeSantis overcomes that. Clay, what do you make of this from Alex, the VIP? I think it's true, um, and, and I think that's where I was going with as we sit here two months into the DeSantis campaign. Remember, you can focus on DeSantis, who's been the clear number two to Trump for a year now, basically. The the challenge is nobody else is really surging either. In fact, Trump has solidified his base of support over the last 60 days. So the question I started the show with today that we were debating is, what's going to happen that's going to alter the dynamics here while keeping in mind that in July of 2015, Trump became the favorite and everybody kept saying, oh, somebody else is going to take him down. It never happened. Trump is in a stronger position today in July of 2023 than he was in July of 2015. And he cruised to the nomination last year. We'll see. 
Uh, Innovation Refunds, company helping thousands of small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. ERC, short short for the Employee Retention Credit, an IRS-administered program set up by Congress after COVID. If you own a business, more than four employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. Innovation Refunds, dedicated to helping business owners navigate the process with their team of independent tax attorneys, each of them experienced in understanding ways different kinds of companies can claim tax deductions as a result of COVID. Here's how you get hooked up. Go to innovationrefunds.com to see if you qualify. No upfront cost. They don't get paid unless you get paid. You can call them to at 1-843-REFUNDS. That's 1-843-REFUNDS. Again, innovationrefunds.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us as we roll through the program and continue to uh, break down everything moving on in the world of uh, world of politics and beyond. We're joined now by Bridget Ziegler, co-founder of Moms for Liberty. Uh, you guys, Bridget, first of all, thanks for joining us. You've been in the center of uh, the media onslaught here of late. But I first became aware of the organization Moms for Liberty where I live in Franklin, Tennessee, because you guys were so outspoken uh, in fighting against mask mandates and ensuring that kids were back in school. Uh, you were 100% right on all that. I've been a fan of your organization ever since. I was one of those parents, not a mom, but a dad who showed up and fought for liberty for my kids in their public school in Williamson County, uh, Tennessee here. Uh, did you ever think that being a mom and fighting for kids would end up being such a controversial position to be your, find yourself in? Well, you know, it's two things. I think it's, um, I'm not surprised in the education space because as the left has had a domination over K-12 education for decades. Um, I'm a school board member still in Sarasota, Florida. That's Tina and Tiffany, who are also the co-founders and still leading the charge at Moms for Liberty, also school board members and moms. So we saw behind the curtain. So this was before necessarily everyone knew it was happening. But what I find hilarious, though, is how desperate the left is to come back and regain control by trying to disparage parents, moms and dads who have never been active in the political process, who are just fighting to protect their children and calling them every name under the sun in hopes to call them, in hopes to shut them down. Um, but I can tell you the national summit that we just had in Philadelphia, they're, these moms and dads are fired up. They're not backing down. And um, I think it has the left really scared. All right. So I wanted to call for uh, Jen Psaki here and let you respond to her. Play that clip. Since the height of the COVID pandemic, schools, teachers, and administrators have all become the target of right-wing anger. That anger no doubt sparked the rise of organizations now focused on taking over school boards, pulling books from the shelves, and changing curriculums in schools across the country. Among the largest of these new groups, which you may have heard of, is Moms for Liberty. Now, the group has declared itself as a nonpartisan organization. And its name does sound innocuous enough. Moms, great, sounds good. Liberty, awesome, who doesn't like liberty? Moms for liberty. As the mom of two young kids, that even sounds good to me. But this group brings out the worst in people. The group says this work, all of this shouting, is the work of joyful warriors, is what they call it. Sounds a lot more to me like pretty aggressive harassment. want to let you respond, Bridget, to uh, MSNBC's Jen Psaki here. Again, I think the disparagement is their desperate attempts to... 
try to change. You mentioned earlier about the book discussion. I have them here. We show them around and walk around with them to illustrate to people what we're talking about. Because notice the left never ever talks about what it is that we're trying to get out of the out of our public schools. Um, they try to make it sound like it's all innocent. The reality is that at the beginning when parents were getting involved and they would read these items in the paper or hear someone like Jen Psaki make this uh, you know, accusation, uh, it has only grown the movement more because these are people who aren't used to being in, in the paper. I'm, I've been in politics for a while now, so I'm, I'm not used to it. But these are people for the first time who have been vilified and incorrectly um, disparaged. And then they go and talk to their neighbors and they go talk to their neighbors because they know each other and they know that they're caring about their children. And it's only growing the movement even more so in Florida, we're really fortunate for the leadership that we've had in Governor Ron DeSantis and our state legislature we've been able to put laws in place where we're able to protect our students. And a lot of places across the country are trying to follow suit so that we can restore education back to our children's focus, academic basics. Um, it's, it's across party lines, over 60% plus of Democrats, independents and Republicans all believe education's on the wrong track and they wanna get back to the basics. And that's what some Moms for Liberty is fighting for. Yeah, Bridget, we were just talking about Disney and the idea that we would have ever had a woke Walt Disney company seem crazy. You mentioned Florida and the battle with Ron DeSantis down there. What do you think as a parent? Because I've got three relatively young kids myself, and I'm kind of in disbelief that we've ever entered into a place where when a new Disney movie comes out, I have to think, oh, is this age appropriate? Should I even take my kids to go see it? Isn't that kind of emblematic in general of the newfound struggle that parents find themselves in. We don't even know hardly who our allies are. A hundred percent. So I have three children under the age of 10. And so the same thing goes, you wanted to, there are certain established areas or, or, or companies or organizations that you felt safe. School was one of those places, by the way. And all the not, we're finding that we have to pull back the onion and vet everything more meticulously because there are specific agendas being pushed that are really intended to sexualize our children. They only have a short amount of time to be kids. And we need to fight very hard as parents and as grandparents and aunts and uncles to protect the next generation of leaders so that they can enjoy their youth, understand how to be critical thinkers and build upon those foundations without having these sexualized liberal agendas put their throat through organizations um, and public education. You know, Barack Obama, Bridget, uh, shared a tweet out where he was uh, decrying all of the book banning that is going on. And this, of course, is meant to be uh, a shot at not just DeSantis policy in Florida, but organizations like yours claiming that you are banning books. What is the reality of the position of Moms for Liberty? And when, when the left, whether it's MSNBC, Obama or the Biden White House talks about book bans, what are they really talking about? So at the end of the day, the, the word is used to sensationalize and create emotion to people where they want to stop the conversation and not not really get down to the depths of what parents are pushing back on, what the material is that is so alarming. I'm now on the advisory board for Moms for Liberty as initial co-founder, and one of the aspects that we talk about um, is truly just about ensuring that parental rights at every level of government. And that includes to make sure public education has the barriers and stays within the, inside those guidelines that uh, is respectful of all the diverse communities that we serve at a public school, which have different religious backgrounds, political backgrounds, and cultural backgrounds. And I'll tell you one thing that the left has uh, not been able to do that we have found through this fight, through the parental rights fight, is we're unifying people of all different backgrounds based on the rate they want 
this would be able to children the way they see fit versus the government raising their children or putting in, in instilling certain beliefs or moral beliefs that are that, that run contrary to many families that serve. Bridget Ziegler, yeah. VP of School Board Programs at the Leadership Institute and co-founder and advisory board member of Moms for Liberty. Bridget, keep up the good work. All right. Tunnel to Towers Foundation's Let Us Do Good Village in Lando Lakes, Florida, is a community that will have about 100 homes for the foundation's program participants when construction is finished. Some families have already moved in. That includes a Gold Star family and the family of a severely injured hero. The Let Us Do Good Village is a special place where, together, families can heal. A community where the children of our nation's fallen or severely injured heroes can grow up and experience life together. It's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Let Us Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Stay current with what Clay and Buck are saying on TV. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. 
GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. All right, team, welcome back to Clay and Buck. We got lines lit. We got VIP emails flowing in, and um, we want to get to a lot of it now. Uh, Coming up, though, in the next hour, I just want to let you know, we'll talk about this exam in New York City, this teacher's exam, that now because of disparate outcome in the testing has been ruled not just racially discriminatory, but they're paying people who took the test years ago who are minorities and did not pass millions of dollars. That money comes from taxpayers in New York, and now millions and millions of dollars are going to people um, who fail the test, and we're just told that it's it's racist because some people passed the test, some people didn't. Um, Asian and white test takers, this is for a teaching certification in New York, Asian and white test takers did substantially, considerably in the aggregate, not, of course, in every case, in the aggregate better, therefore the test is racist. Very similar to the argument that people make about the SAT, but people just realize at some level, okay, well, what are we testing and what's the, how is the outcome supposed to be changed based upon disparate uh, impact? So we'll get to some of that. But Clay, uh, let's see. We have here, Paulette writes in, says, I'm 65 and I follow politics, hence I listen to your show, Paulette. You have excellent taste. I do believe President Trump will easily receive the Republican nomination. The big question, which I will pose to Clay, is this. Will the suburban Republican women who do not like Trump but will not consider voting for Biden vote for Trump or not vote at all? I think Paul, Paulette clearly listens to the show a lot. It's very politically yeah. astute. This is the question. What do you make of it? Well, I think a lot can change, assuming that Trump were the nominee. This, to me, is the electability argument for DeSantis because and it, they haven't been able to make it. It hasn't been resonating with Republicans, but... I think Casey DeSantis and those three kids epitomize what your average suburban mom would want her family to look like. Generally speaking, the average mom out there would love to be Casey DeSantis, successful husband, three beautiful kids. And Casey DeSantis, smart and accomplished in her own right as an individual in her own career. Before that, she worked in news. All of those things. I I think beyond a shadow of a doubt, uh, that really is compelling. So I do think DeSantis, when it comes to suburban moms, when it comes to uh, to suburban grandmas, where we have the call to end the first hour buck, a lot of women are just challenged when it comes to supporting Trump. Men are going to vote overwhelmingly Republican, and increasingly, uh, there's a good Pew study that came out, Buck, increasingly Asian, Hispanic, and black men moving towards the Republican Party. That that age uh that, that sex gap is growing. But I think that's the challenge. 
and, and I think the electability argument for DeSantis, and Vivek made this with us on Friday, Buck. He said, look, if I get into the ring against Biden or against a Democrat, I won't just win. I'll win a landslide. I think that's the argument. Trump wins in 24 by people not showing up who showed up to vote for Biden. And it's still going to be super close. Yeah. 24 is going to be like 16, like 20. It's not going to be a landslide. Let's take, I actually want to take Mike in Westlake, Wisconsin. I think he's got a very good point to make in the after, uh, uh, after action of our discussion with Bridget Ziegler. Uh, Mike, what have you got for us? Yeah, that was Rice Lake, Wisconsin. And, uh, first time caller, long time listener to Rush. Uh, the left always accuses the, the right of doing exactly what they do to us. Uh, you know, they're talking about the book banning in our public schools. Well, uh, what about uh, what they did with uh, Mark Twain and To Kill a Mockingbird? You know, like yeah. you say. They, I, I think, Mike, this is an excellent point because the books that are being no longer shared with children as a result of either DeSantis policy in Florida or Moms for Liberty, these groups, show people engaged in graphic sex acts. Actually, the like, well, that's what it, that it shows yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. Doing things that I can't really describe on the radio because there are kids that listen to this and see, I, I don't want to describe it, but we can all figure out what we're talking about here. The books the left has a problem with and want to actively rewrite and edit wholesale, not just for kids, for everybody are not woke enough and are yeah. some of them classics of literature. I mean, you know, you'll, you'll never, you don't, Mark Twain comes under fire. Kipling comes under fire. Shakespeare comes under fire. That's what they, that's what they have problems with. Yeah, and this is where, and Bridget, if she's still listening in the Moms for Liberty, I think that the argument here is it's age appropriateness. It's not book banning. If you desperately believe that your kid needs to read one of these books that no longer is going to be in a library because it's not age appropriate, you can go buy it for them. And this is not revolutionary because this is how every movie, yeah, every movie say. is PG. PG thirteen R. Does anyone easy. think? Has anyone made the argument that there's a movie ban because right. there are rated R movies in theaters? It's not a yes. ban, right? This is you just this is a huge this is parenting, especially in the summer buck. I bet you used to sneak into movie theaters back in the day. Sometimes R rated movies, some of your uh, Jean Claude Van Damme and your Oh Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger and your totally. Sylvester Stallone movies. Uh, I remember being a kid in the eighties. Uh, we would get into R-rated movies, a lot of times violent movies. Uh, and the question that parents have to decide is what is and what is not age appropriate. It's not a banning. An R-rated movie is not banned, right? It exists. It's just not always appropriate for kids to be watching. And that's what's going on. And here. I think it's also important to note, why have they picked this as the hill that they want to fight on? Yeah. Why is it so important to the left that your third grader is looking at books with graphic depictions of, and it's not just to be clear, it's not just sex. It's always, um, sex acts that the, that, you know, are specifically in some cases depicted from the LGBTQ plus community and they want to describe it in detail. And there, there's a reason they're picking that they're picking this battle. They're the ones that insist that these books have to be shown to kids and young kids at that. This isn't about, it's not even about high school kids. We're talking about grammar school kids. It's crazy. It's, it's wild that To Kill a Mockingbird would be considered age-inappropriate because of the racial element. Yeah. 
And that is something, one of the classics, as you mentioned, Shakespeare, William Faulkner, Toni Morrison. Like, there are lots of different authors out there whose language, their language choices are challenged, oftentimes by people on the left, and yet they want young kids exposed to issues of of sexuality. I I remember this is, you know, pre-internet, which reminds us of what life was like when we were growing up. But I remember I had a, a library, a school library here in New York. And I used to be able to go in there when I was a grammar school kid and take out books. I never once saw a graphic depiction of, and by the way, not even they're not even just graphic depictions of adults. They will show graphic depictions of minors yeah. in these books that are supposed to be explanatory or, you know, and you say, what the heck is this? I never saw that when I was growing up, but they want kids today to see it. There's something really wrong here. Trevor in, um, it just says Wheatland. So, Trevor, yeah. what's going on? Good morning. How you doing? We're good, sir. Um, uh, I was calling in earlier about your uh, comments on Disney. Um, and uh, I just found it uh, very interesting. Uh, and, in fact, a lot of this ties into the same thing you were just talking about with the uh, school books and everything else, uh, color campaigns. It's a lot of the same type of uh, uh, propaganda used in other countries to kind of tear it apart and set precedence for uh, different things. Keep going. What do you mean? Um, when you want to install a new government, you get the local populace to fight on different fronts and separate each other from each other. Okay. Um, so a lot of the school choice, these things, they're not wanting one side or the other to win. They're wanting that fight right there, that conflict. And then they want to start another conflict with the TV, and they want to start another conflict with Disney. All of this is all the same thing. It's a giant color campaign to sit here and I see. And so you're saying it's like the malcontents, the Bolsheviks, just want to undermine and destroy everything worthwhile in our society and then rise from the rubble. No, 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 not like that at all. I think another source from outside, and I, could, I don't know what that is, is causing certain conflicts to weaken and destabilize those well now that sounds crazy to me so you lost me buddy born from the tragedy of 9-11 the tunnel to towers foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since heroes like marine corps sergeant adam mayo he served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training he was paralyzed from the chest down severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. 
Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer.